Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes, another episode of Limitless. This is episode 4, page 44. Um, greetings all fans Please follow us um, on YouTube iTunes, we're on SoundCloud Definitely listen uh, Wherever you do listen or watch Please rate and review the show We love to hear from you guys um, And if you tweet at us Please use the hashtag Hashtag ABTVLimitless Awesome um, Well, let's just start it off I'm your host, JB Zimmerman You can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman On Twitter and Instagram Joining me, we've got a new yeah. panel. Hello, I'm new. I'm Amanda Richards. You can find me at a man, Amanda After Thirty One, which is a man FTA, Amanda FTA Thirty One. I can't even wow, say that's it. That's amazing. I should probably change. It. No, I know. I'm saying like, <laughs> wow. This I thought my last name was complicated, and I'm it's just, just so se- it still is. It still is. <laughs> it's yeah. so secretive that it's something I just got to keep because it's just it means something. Oh wow! Which you'll find out one. That's amazing. One See, day, my name means something too. Great. I have props to that. Yes. What is your name? What is it? The mystery. Is it Emily Crodel? That is what it is. Nice. Emily Crodel on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I'm not bashing anybody's name. I've heard that's been happening lately. Has it? Has it? It's a little aggressive. Fair enough. It is. Yeah. Um, Well, we start off the episode. uh, Cut to Brian. Obviously, he's... Uh, having fun with NZT a little bit. He's using it to get into clubs, um, seduce ladies. Um, I mean, I can't say I blame him for doing that. Um, well, how'd you guys feel uh, from a lady's yes. perspective? Same way. Why would you not? Oh, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean yes, I'm a woman, but I, w- I would do I don't the same know. thing. We just have those womanly powers, though. We can just do it without Yeah, NZT. we can get into clubs anyway. No, I'm just yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, nah. All he was doing, and I don't know if I need NZT now. It's like every weekend. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, beyond yeah, the I don't ob- blame him. Yeah, yeah, beyond the obvious of just you know using it to seduce people or yeah. to to hook up. You know, he definitely. I think that added then, element yeah. was getting in the club. Like it was a, a male bouncer, obviously, and just sort of the way he was carrying himself. You know, there is a science to that. There is a science behind confidence and charisma. And oh all yeah. That. So yeah. And there's a game that. to those clubs, especially in LA. I feel like oh, or yeah. in Vegas. Like, they definitely, you have to play some type of crazy game in order to get in. And it's so interesting to watch. Like, sometimes I'll just sit back and watch what people do. And it's really, some people are like, I'll, I'll pay you, dude. I'll give you money. And some and some girls are like, so, hi, nice to meet you. It's, right. it's just, I think it's so interesting. Last How time people try to get into clubs. Totally. It's, it's amazing. This guy was like, well, I'm not kidding. This <laughs> oh, is verbatim. Another anecdote. <laughs> yes. Get ready. <laughs> Brace yourself. Four girls people. come up to the club and he's like, and the bouncer's like, well, you have to be really pretty, and you guys have got that down. And then he just like walked him in the door. I'm like, wow. is this real? Wow. Yeah, uh, probably. And then not. the guy I was with just stared at him for like five minutes, and he goes, 
Go ahead. It was so weird. Yeah, it's, it's random. But back to the show. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sorry about show. that. Well, no, I, I think that Brian definitely takes that through everything he does. He kind of does the, you know, do first, apologize later method, which oh, yeah. definitely tends to work. We see him get into it a little bit more this episode. Right. Um, he gets his first case um, right off the bat in the beginning. Nas um, basically surprises him and is like, you're going to get this big case. And it turns out that it's sorting through the trash. Um, at least that day. He just gets right to it and finds that there is something suspicious about how many milk cartons there are. Um, obviously yeah. this, that's, it's a little too He's much for, yeah. Yeah. He finds the, uh, the lactose pills. Um, and figures out that there's scratches on all, all of these that when lined up make a sequence and, and kind of builds out to a whole blueprint. Yeah. Which is pretty intense. I mean, I can't believe he found, like, the scratches and, like, made that a visual diagram. Like, that is intense. I mean, I thought... Yeah, I thought just... it was weird that he put him on a milk carton. On right. his milk cartons. Well, no, but I mean, I, I, I thought that that it. was kind of a clever idea that oh, they yeah. stacked up. I feel like right. the leap, though, from when he had exactly. them lined out to a full, like, drone I thought both leaps was, were a, was a bit crazy. much. Yeah. Because I think... And the the first leap was like, oh, okay, he he's like drinks a lot of milk, you know, but he's like, oh, there's scratches on everything. They're numbers. That even leap was like, I yeah, don't know. the numbers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish they went into that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it, it all it showed we was go just from, like little etch marks, and then all of a sudden it was a blueprint of uh, like a bomber. And it makes me think about how the showrunners and the writers of the show have to think of that have to come up with these, you know, it, th- this is a, a guy who's on a pill that lets him use every brain cell in his, you know, in his brain. Right. And these people have to come up with that. And they have to almost be, I mean, I know they're not, but they have to almost be yeah. that smart. I think oh, that's yeah. just so clever. Yeah, yeah. That's to come up with this milk carton thing, I mean, like, who comes up with that? Yeah. It's great. No, I'm d- it's it great. was definitely an original thing. I've never yeah. really seen the milk carton trash thing in a procedural yeah. show. So yeah. props to that. Yeah. Um, it kind of matches Brian, kind of. And the, <laughs> and the props and costume people are amazing, who come up with, like, all that trash. And, like, in the past episodes when he has the the shredded pieces of paper. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, so it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. That's funny. He was, like, the crest white strip. And it just, and he, like, couldn't get it off his finger. <laughs> that actually. So gross. So gross. <laughs> I actually took one of those, and I thought that it went out the window. And my brother was like, what is this? Because it flew back in the car, and he picked it up, and he's like, yeah! Yeah, yeah that's gross, that's... even when you're related to the person. That's your <laughs> yeah, brother. Like, that, yeah. He that's is touching oh, a yeah. complete stranger's... Yeah. That's been in the trash. It wasn't, like, recently thrown away. It was, like... Very... Yeah, yeah. That had that been discarded for quite some time. That's Very gross. gross. Um, a lot of trash sifting. I know. Episode, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There Which was another thing that I thought was really cool. Are a theme that I haven't seen in any of the Limitless episodes, and it was, um, it came out, I think, more towards the end, but when Lynn is talking and Brian's doing, like, exactly what he's saying as he's narrating it. And then at the, and then also whenever he goes to, whenever Rebecca goes to the art gallery and Brian's, like, looking through files. I don't know. There was a cool overlap. Circle. Yeah, circle. circle. Yeah, Um, yeah, I mean, so through the whole milk carton thing, we meet Zhang, 
uh, who's selling secrets. He's a spy. There's a lot of shroud of mystery he- here. And that sort of takes the, the route where uh, Rebecca and the other agents follow, um, which leaves Brian to kind of do his own thing. Uh, he obviously gets ambushed by Mr. Sands again. Uh <laughs> Really intimidating, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's super classy and obviously enjoys a nice glass of whiskey. Yeah, exactly. As as anyone would. But if I saw him in my apartment, I would freak out. I mean, Brian is very calm and collects, like, uh, seeing that he he had just broken in so calmly. Yes. I would not have been. I would be like... Well, at this point oh, in the God. series, he's used to that type of stuff happening. Yeah, classic like Mister. After that thing happened with Bradley Cooper's character, you know, yeah, yeah. if I was if I were him, I'd be like, "Well, here's another weird thing happening to me." No, that's <laughs> here's a good... another guy breaking into my apartment. Good yeah. point. I mean, he is valuable. I mean, the fact that Mister. Sands and all these other people are kind of—I mean, he has the FBI, but they are sort of—I would say—lower than the whole Eddie Mora. Whatever you want to call it, like Mafia yeah, I mean, world? yeah, it's sort yeah. of like a secret. I mean, it's I don't know how big his organization is. He's obviously got a lot of puppets that he's masterminding. Yeah, yeah. Um, but whatever that is, it's clearly above the FBI, which you know is we generally think is pretty high up. Yeah, uh, if hope. not the top. Clearly, yeah. they're not, yeah. which is terrifying. I think just because, right. yeah, just be well, just because he has them. Um, I mean, they wouldn't be on the up if they didn't have. Um, a guy inside and a guy that they had uh, all this like blackmail on. Right. No, exactly. You know? And speaking of blackmail, so. that's what Mr. Sands does to Brian. He blackmails right. him so they can see how far along the FBI is. Like, how much do they really know about NZT? How close are they? And he doesn't even know if he's working with anymore or if he's just doing this on his own. How can he know? Who? Wait, Mr. Mr. Sands? Mr. Sands, yeah. I mean, he knows that he has to get a shot and so he's trusting him. But that's right. why I mean, I guess he's never it. seen um, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sands and Eddie Mora like, together, yeah, chilling like <laughs> exactly. over beers. But I think he can assume that you know whatever. Like Mr. Sands didn't come in, uh, into his life before yeah, right. he met Eddie Mora, and obviously Eddie, and Eddie Mora is, is very high up. He's a senator. He's right. a presidential candidate or possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he questions he's, him. He's too. more important. Than Brian Mr. Sands. questions him. Mr. Sands him. is definitely a fixer. Yeah, uh, Ray Donovan type, it seems. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was interesting that he kind of was making fun at if the FBI had planted that recording device in Brian's house, you know, it was very far back, even though it looks so high tech. He was like, yeah, it's like five years ago. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they may have bugged someone before you. Uh, so it was a nice wow. little jab at the FBI, sort yeah. of distancing them from how far ahead Eddie Mora and co are. Right. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mr. Sands definitely has a wide reach. Obviously yeah. he extends that to, um, Brian's dad. We see him, you know, because he didn't provide the files breaking into Nas office. Obviously that is pretty tough to do. High security FBI, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, high, uh, personnel. That's, under lock and key, it's a very guarded situation. Um, what did you guys think about that break-in when he did the fingerprints and everything? How did you guys think about that? I mean, he's on a drug that lets him use every brain cell in his body. Like, for some reason, I just can't get that out of my head when they said that in the first episode. So I, f- I feel like he can do anything. 
yeah. on that drug. Yeah. So, yes, it was cool, but did I believe that he couldn't do it? Absolutely not. For yeah. sure he can do it. Oh, he can do whatever awesome. he wants. <laughs> so I think I think that it was more of like a moral or morality type issue within yeah. him. Like, do I do this? When do I do this? I'm trying to gain their trust. But mm-hmm. I like when his, you know, his, his opposite or whoever, you know, him talking to himself said you know, is it going to be easier five days from now when they trust you even more and you have a better connection with them? So I like yeah. the way that they were playing with morality and just kind of what is right and what is wrong. Because the yeah. drug can let you do anything. Exactly. Right. And you can use it for good or evil, essentially. Right. Absolutely. And that's why, yeah. I th- you know, Brian makes a compelling character to fall because he is innately good. I-, I mean, everything we've seen thus far has shown that. Mm-hmm. Um, and an important distinction that you were kind of alluding to is that it's not like a the drug makes you a superhero. You can't right. just like fly through walls or see stuff that's not there. You just it lets you be at your absolute yeah, right. full potential. So yeah, using was, every mm-hmm. single brain cell in your body. I yeah. was gonna say it was just really uh, convenient that his friend was like bad at him in the past. Like you cannot fake someone's fingerprints. Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, what's up now? You know, well, yeah, I mean, there, that. exactly. There's definitely a lot it's of like, ways around I'm it. I'm like wondering if you know something like that will happen to me. Like in the past, remember <laughs> you you had to watch that lizard on YouTube <laughs> that, that changed colors. You know, and I love that he said, "If you could make ten minutes feel like an entire day, what would you do with the extra time?" And that kind of gave me like a real like idea of what it feels like to be on the drug. So you, you know, you're doing these tasks, and it feels like yeah. it's an entire day. It's been ten minutes. Oh my gosh! Right? Oh, okay, which so is crazy. Yeah, that's, that was at the beginning when he was conversing with other very very smart people. Right. Um, right. That yeah. No, that's very really very on interesting. The um, since you're new, we had it earlier in in the season. We said. You know, what would you do if you were on NCT? I'm going to have to ask you. Oh, my gosh. What would I do? Because the pro- 10 minutes, like, that seems like a whole day drug is awesome. I, think I don't even, like, I, that between that or point. NCT, I don't even know what I would choose. Like, that is oh, yeah. equally as good in my mind. I think I would, this sounds really weird, but I think I would learn how to play the piano. I've always right. wanted to learn oh. how to play the piano or, like, yeah. some type of instrument That's so that I could just sit down and just play it, or yeah. read a piece of sheet music and just play it. I just think that would be the that coolest awesome. thing. That would, be, like, that that would that be my first of... thing. You know, before Amanda... I start saving the world, that would be my first thing. <laughs> okay, burst your bubble. I love your humble aspirations, but you know you can do that without NCT. Not, no. not me. Not, not my brain. Like, Fair enough. You sit no, down. Totally. Like, I've tried. I, I took lessons when I was seven. You're like this is the first scale. Da, 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 da. I could play one song and it was not very good. Was it so. three blind mice? Probably. Is that a song? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. speaking, speaking of saving the world, yeah. that's exactly what Brian's next buddy, Arthur, is trying to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was originally part of a big conglomerate, or co-founder of a big medical company, we can assume, um, called Klaxian. And obviously there was a bit of a troubled relationship with the other co-founder, and they parted ways. The other one, Wilkinson... Mm-hmm. took it to great heights, bought him out for $19,000. Now it sounds like the company is a billion-dollar firm. Um, so, you know, he may have missed out on a little bit, but he, too, had, had very humble aspirations. He just wanted to help people. He wanted to use his knowledge to further help humans with their health, what mm-hmm. have you. Very a philanthropist, if you will. Yeah. It was weird. I don't know. I, I kind of felt like Brian was 
um, really disinterested in, in him in the beginning, in Arthur. And I don't know. He was just kind well, yeah, of cocky I mean, and blowing know, him off. No pun know. intended. He's kind of a mousy character. Yeah. Like he's, you know, he's, yeah, just the yeah. way he was acting it seemed Great very... Great character yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And it was just like, I don't know. It was kind of dislikeful for, <laughs> for, to Brian. And Brian know. was just Emily like, I don't know. I just took enough. a shot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like, you did this to the mo- to the mouse. He's like, yeah, I just kind of took a shot in the dark. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, no big deal. Mm-hmm. What I love about the show, too, is that um, Brian is such a doofy looking guy, but he's saying all these extremely intelligent things when he's on NCT. And that's obviously why his parents and his ex-girlfriend were so like confused when he started yeah. saying all these things. But I just love how the writers have this guy who yeah. is so, you know, just like, just doofy <laughs> acting, like, like saying these amazing yeah. intelligent things. I just, I think that's it's great. Funny. And his charm is perfect. Yeah. No, he plays it very well. You know, yeah. he owns the character like to the extreme where yeah. he does mm-hmm. you know you still know that he knows what he's saying but it's interesting because he says it in a way that's just like he's still Brian Finch exactly um, so it's a very it's a fine line that he definitely navigates well. you could see how his family and his friends are like this is not this <laughs> yeah, is what? not you like what are you what are you on why you, you know in a sweater and playing guitar. <laughs> That's right. And I love when he came in with that shirt that said uh, female body inspector yes. for oh, FBI. Yeah. I love how they're keeping the humor within this show. It's not turning into a complete procedural drama. Like, I yeah. love that there's moments of humor that really seem to and I'm watching exactly. show everything exactly. out. Yeah, the whole Mike and I thing. Yeah, Mike and I, I, that was my favorite part of uh, the entire episode. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like kept calling the, the one guy Mike for the longest yeah. time, but, you know, having the, the main punchline come later uh, was really great. And I love when they did that whole, like, diagram <laughs> thing. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, real name, unknown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real name for Ike. Like, uh, I heard it once, don't remember. I remember. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter. It yeah. reminds me of Key and Peele whenever they have the football players and it's like, I'm you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's stuff like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. that That's not funny. only make it more unique as a show, but mm-hmm. also keep the perspective with Brian. And it's, you know, they do a lot with the color temperature and making it seem like we are in his mind, sort of, you know, when he does see his other self and they're having a Brian-to-Brian conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, it seems like we are the other Brian at at times. So that's a cool sort of dynamic that's not really in any other show. And Frank would be so sad right now because the line, the storyline that Rebecca's dad was on NZT is finally back. And that's pretty exciting. After yes. so long. Well, they, uh, yeah, like, I know. He's, no, it was he really funny to that. me because it was like previously on Limitless. And it's like back to episode one. Do you guys remember this? <laughs> Whenever they said that Rebecca's dad was on drugs. Now we're going to touch it again. Yes. yes. Yeah. Frank, yes. Frank totally missed it. He's been I know. prophesizing for that. He's been hoping and praying. Uh, yes. He'll be back next week, so that'll be good. Yes. Um, but... Back to this episode, we get, you know, after he ditches Mike and Ike, um, Uh I love that. I do too. (laughs) He he breaks in um, yet again, that's his sort of the classic Brian move, Mm -hmm. and does what he always does. He kind of BSs his way into places, steals a wallet, gets past security, and is poking around to Mm -hmm. find the mouse, thinking that, you know, one of... 
the company partners to Wilkinson, um, who is now stabbed and dead, may have killed him to get, you know, the rest of the company, like, tracing the motivations. So once he's in the lab, he gets caught and tries to BS his way through, Mm -hmm. unsuccessfully this time. Um... And very calmly, the person that catches him just like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, boop. Sound <laughs> yeah. alarms. Yeah, it's perfect. Because even funny. though he was saying all these smart things about what he was about to do, which may have been true, yeah. this woman's like, this kid would never know that. Exactly. That is a script that he memorized. So mm-hmm. I'm going to call security now. Yeah. And it probably funny. is. I mean, it's it probably, probably something is. he like saw on the walls in the hallway walking in. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's again, a great example of him knowing the right things but still being Brian Finch like he he is not an FBI trained agent he was in like a leather jacket and t-shirt in a science lab with like all these rats like you it it didn't matter what he said he would definitely like have caused a red flag to happen yeah Yeah. like you know you can't really get out of that how do you like catch all the rats that's hard yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that would be, it's right? not a one-person job, no. that's for sure. Are those two um, guys in suits, like, why are they the ones trying to get that was also, Yeah, That was also funny. Exactly. It, it was great, great to bring yeah. in the humor. Mm-hmm. Definitely humorous. And another unique example, like, I've never seen a show where they did that. It's not just, like, a quick breakout, let me hit the laundry chute and, and fly out of here. It's, I'm stuck. Like, he doesn't have all the answers. He's very calculating. He can sort of see the next few steps Mm -hmm. but you know he's not perfect and he improvises a lot and so that's why i think the the writing is so creative is in the scenario that they're in he finds a sort of brian way to get out it's not always the best or most effective or prettiest way right but you know it definitely leads him to the next move yeah and he does have charm yeah that's the one thing he's got going for him he doesn't have all the fbi you know tactics but he does have charm that's exactly. for sure. And that shines through in the screen, too. Yeah. With the actor. Yeah. Right. I love Jake McDormand. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, there's just so much going on. You know, he is, even when he's stuck, he's on the phone to Rebecca, and right. there's still, like, mice flying yeah. everywhere, and he's, like, shooing them. So, you know, they yeah. do find a way to fill everything. Like, there's yeah. so much going on, and it helps us realize, as the audience, how much he is calculating on a, a second-to-second basis. Yeah. Right. There must have been no Bruce upstairs. Yes, there must have not been Bruce. I guess there's no Bruce. No Bruce. Yeah. Can we talk about him and Rebecca? And what we think is going on with them? Because Mm -hmm. I think she's in love with him. Hands down. (laughs) About four times when I was watching it, I was like, she's in love with him. It's kind of ridiculous. (laughs) The fact that she gave him, when he had, like, the opportunity to look up 40,000 lins or to go on the case that he wants to go on, I mean, it was just, like, the chemistry was ridiculous. She She's in love with him. Right? Do we think this? Or am I, I the only I mean, person that thinks that? I definitely am I crazy? think they're... Uh, no, I don't think you're yeah, crazy. Yeah. I think they're definitely setting it up for a romantic um, situation down yeah. the line. I, I hope they don't rush Frank into it. Frank thought it, it was going to happen the first episode. Yeah, Frank like, is yeah. like really He's like, they're going to kiss right now. He was like, he wrote it down and showed me and I was like, no, they're not. I wanted her so <laughs> bad to invite him to her dad's gallery. Right. I wanted that oh, to be like a oh. moment of like friendship and companionship just being like you know I, this is something hard for me can you come with and me they see your giant and then she goes by herself right with it, I mean they work very well together she obviously yeah. cares about him she gets him out of the mice lab yeah. jam 
pretty and, easily. No, it's really good that he um, can care. He cares for someone in the FBI exactly. that much because then it puts like such a big like well, yeah, raises I mean, the you stakes. can't sift through people's trash with just anyone. No. So. And have you did you notice that was the first time I saw her character really smile and seem like she was having fun when she was going through the trash with him. Right. She was like she was like, "Well, it looks like you chew on your pen." Hey, yeah. you know, she's very she just looked like she, she was, was having the time of her life and I think that's that's she's the type of person that that's what makes her happy. That shows it's you detective work with matter. someone you love, you know. Yeah. It doesn't that shows it doesn't matter where you are. Even if you're in a dumpster, if you're with the one you love. The one. That's exactly. right. You can anything, anything can happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're heaven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to wrap up this episode, you know, we find who really killed Wilkinson um, framing Ar- Arthur. It was the lawyer who all this time hadn't filed the will change to put all of the this guy's company's wealth basically and and his accumulated billions to his kids so he you know cut a deal on the side with them and figured out this nasty little scheme how'd you guys think about how the whole that because that's kind of the end of the story arc i mean there was Mm -hmm. the zang thing but that sort of happened on the sideline um in terms of payoff yeah i thought it was actually good i yeah yeah i liked the payoff yeah, no, I mean, it was simple. I mean, it was simple. And yeah, and there's right. a lot of other things that were bigger going yeah, on. So I that's like, what I was thinking, especially since now um, he has to betray the FBI and he hadn't had it come to betray them yet. And now that you're saying this is developing between Rebecca and him, mm-hmm. that raises the stakes on how can I betray the FBI, especially when, like, of all time, she's helping me now. Right. You know, especially like rise to the level of, hey, is this the highest level you can be? Am I above Boyle? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah just, it's good timing yes, for that. Boyle. So I think I was focused on that more. But yeah, the lawyer <laughs> thing's really cool with the kids and stuff. I mean, it's. It was a good, yeah. neat, as we say, procedural you know, story right. plot line completed. Yeah, no, I'm glad that they kind of buttoned it up because exactly. It, you know, they, I hope that they don't leave too many small Open loose ends like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. We don't need – it definitely keeps us going, but it's not like a pivotal thing that they need to nail this right. guy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's better that he's behind the bars because he was super shady, but – Super um, shady. And chewed on his pen. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Terrible. It's, it's definitely more <laughs> – bad habit. Yeah. Definitely more interesting to see Brian do his thing, you know, breaking into the computer. Right. The, that was my yeah. favorite the, part of the whole um, The fingerprints thing I was – I thought was very cool. Yeah. The only thing is when he got past that step, they did kind of go to the classic like, oh, there's a password. Let me just guess what it is. Yeah. Well, I like, liked that actually because it wasn't like I'm just going to guess. It was like raising – what keys are used all the time? Sort yeah. of. I mean, yeah, no, I, they yeah. kind of did like the letters and that part was cool. But I yeah. feel like just seeing how, the keys being more worn than others. Oh. Like, would you really be entering your password That's that many more times yeah. than typing? I'll have to go keys? home and look at my computer now and see if it's. I don't, yeah, it was, it's just the, that was the one thing That's that was like uh, yeah. the classic like TV show. Let's hack the computer. Let me just oh, guess yeah. the, no, the passcode. And it all yeah. happened so fast. Yeah, I, I mean, I, obviously it's a TV show and we have to edit for time. And I like that the it word was a small mercy, thing, but right. I was just like, uh, I wish they. Yeah. Did something a little bit more accurate to how hacking 
happens. Works. Yeah. Other than oh, I feel like that's too complicated though for mercy. an average audience to understand. I mean, no, I don't really. know. About it's hacking. just the time frame. I think. Right. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, it's again small. Yeah. Hate to nitpick. I liked but the, that was my one. Beef. I liked how that was also overlapping when, um, when when was talking like I said before, and I liked how the word was mercy because it's like, oh man, I'm. I'm being a spy right now and I never thought that I'd have to be a spy and he's like saying how it, he doesn't think it was big decisions it was just a lot of small decisions that added up which can be intense that's sad he doesn't know he's making these small decisions that are all leading in one way and then by the end you're in the dumpster no he took a huge risk right. I mean obviously his family's lives are in jeopardy and even right. his own um, I mean, I don't think – I think Eddie Mora, I would n- yeah. never cross him ever because he, I think, uh, clearly has more of, you know, a presence around everyone than the FBI. Right. Um, so it's interesting to see that he would rather do that. I mean, it's – breaking into the FBI is a huge offense. <laughs> he could definitely be in jail for the rest of his life for, for doing that. Um, and although he took steps, you know, the X-Lax and, and the other guards' coffee, yeah. you know, he could have easily been get, gotten caught. There may have been a camera in the room. Like, there could have been so many things, so many other va- variables that he right. can't calculate for. Right. Uh, but I loved when um, when he was doing that and the other guy was giving the confession, that yeah. they were playing that side by side. For me, it really represented that, you know, you get one guy to confess, you caught, you caught one bad guy, but there's still... B- bad stuff going on yeah. right. Right, I think right in your office it meant something else to me because it, whenever Wynn's saying that like I was saying um, as well um, I think that he's saying he never or it made me feel sorry for him for Wynn for the guy right. confessing because he didn't know that he was going to end up being a spy he thinks of himself more as a patriot right. and it was for me, that was what it was. So it was like, Brian doesn't want to do these things, but now he has to because he's made so many small decisions leading up that there's no choice. Basically. Yeah, he's definitely put in a difficult position. I mean, right. he's yeah. absolutely between yeah. a rock and a hard place. Like the FBI on one side and Eddie Mora is like mafia yeah. <laughs> on the other. I mean, like he is very much a puppet right now. And I, yeah. I wonder how long it's going to be before he kind of gets more cards that he can play. Or before he has to decide between his brain burning or feeling like it's on fire and hurting all the people that he loves. Yeah, not the best option. that would be bad. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, he's very much addicted to this drug. Like, he is a drug addict. Like. And, you know, NZT is one thing, but this antidote is the other. He is forced by the FBI to keep taking that, and so he will literally die if he doesn't keep doing whatever Eddie Mora wants. So it's very, very intense right now. And it's interesting that he said that he wanted that shot in the very, very beginning. Like, I think about it, and I think, if somebody gave me that opportunity, I don't know if I'd just be like, okay. I'd be like, wait, let me think about yeah. it for a minute. But maybe in that situation, you felt like you couldn't. Right. You have this very powerful man telling you, yeah. you know, do you want to change your life? And and what exactly did he say? Do you want to be something uh, yeah. or become something? Maybe you uh, feel like you can't. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely the choice of a lifetime. I mean, I 
probably would have done that. I mean, it helps that... You would have said yes? I, w- I think I would have said yes. I mean, it, it's... Interesting. Being in that situation where you I... are the most, like, hungover, sick state yeah. that you could possibly be in. Like, that is misery. And then offer this sort of golden ticket to everything you wanted and more. And but it is in everything right. you wanted and more. Well, we're learning. Right. Yeah, we're true. learning. Uh, it may the, not the be. The plot thickens. It's definitely, you know, and reality is not as as nice. And it was so interesting also when she came in and she found that article that helped him solve the main procedural case. She, It's interesting that he has this drug that can help him do whatever he wants. He's super, super smart. But at the same time, he needs her to still help him. Right. And it shows that, you know, having all this brain pan, brain power isn't everything. Sometimes, sometimes you need a companion. Sometimes you just need collaboration. Yeah. And that Brian's not perfect. Like, he's not a superhero. He's great at what he does. He can figure things out very quickly. He's very smart. Yeah. But, you know, NZT only takes him so far. He definitely needs Rebecca. And it didn't get him the girl or the ex-girlfriend. Didn't get her back. (laughs) Did not. It's just interesting. Yeah. His relationship with his father is probably not the best right now. Mm. So yeah. it's not everything. A lot of it things It seems are like everything, but it's not everything. Right. Yes. Well, on the I'm surface, sure they will explore the that more throughout the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, so we get the NZT files. Brian goes through them before giving them to Mr. Sands. He figures out that, you know, he's just kind of fl- flipping through the photos and lands on Rebecca's dad sort of, you know, they keep intercutting Rebecca, who is finally going to her dad's art show. You know, we it's revealed that he used to paint and only um, did, like, three canvases that were found. Um, his former art dealer basically ambushes her on the street to tell her about it. Um, <laughs> she goes and she sees a unbelievable portrait very yeah. flattering she looked awesome yeah um okay, yeah no uh, on the wall so it's all, unmistakably her dad's work right which is great um but we and also see that he time. is a documented nzt user so that right. is confirmed i mean i didn't really have any doubt just because of, no. of how i did i said he you was. did i mean i i didn't really but i was like <laughs> i'm gonna go against everyone you're like no it was crack cocaine I yeah exactly it was heroin, it was <laughs> heroin. <laughs> i was thinking heroin actually but do you think that you know because now we're starting a whole thing about people who are documented as nct users do you think that the people in the beginning all those guys the guy at the at the law firm that gave it to him to begin with do you think they were documented or do you think oh. they were just recreational users that right that people didn't know about. Good no. question. I don't no. know. Yeah, but no. we didn't know that because I guess this is saying, okay, the FBI is the one who gave him the NCT, right? Well, the, the, the FBI knows uh, that he was a user, whether he uh, was whether sort he of got under their, their um, control. Study. Wouldn't that be interesting, right. though, if he was? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the, the plot would definitely thicken if – Someone like Nas knew that her dad right. was, you know, a test subject. Exactly, that would complicate That's things intense. dramatically. Right. Right. Um, so we'll and we'll they see. have that on her, and they know that. Like, if Nas knows that, you know. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And yeah. she's the only one that Rebecca would probably just punch, punch her, her in the, the face. face. <laughs> yeah. Bam. Yeah. Out. Nice. Pistol whip. She's what a tough chick. Now, Nas? She's a yeah, tough chick. Yeah, that's intense. That's. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was in the, at the end whenever she was in the art gallery and he's on the computer. It was the same overlap of like the Ken professional. That mm-hmm. was kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. And as the second that she sees her picture, he sees her dad. What? Snow good. Snow good. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. He didn't even know she was there at the art gallery. He doesn't even know that. Who? Brian. Brian. Brian didn't know she went. Right. Yeah. You well, know. I mean, that, why... How would he know? Yeah. Yeah, how would he know? Exactly. I wish she invited him. But I guess I'd be moving things a little too quickly. Totally. In time. Uh, in time, exactly. We have a lot more episodes. Exactly. Yeah, no. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. That's intense. Um, speaking of, of new episodes, why don't we talk about a little news and gossip? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, After Buzz TV News. Oh, cool. Um, well... Uh, as people may have picked up from the preview for next episode um, or the following few episodes that are coming up, Bradley Cooper is coming back. He is confirmed for an episode on October 27th, uh, which is two weeks from now. So definitely tune into that. It's also a good show. So hopefully everybody's watching all the episodes. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's great. Bradley Cooper is definitely, uh, you know, a great EP for the show. It's great that he is very invested in its success, and I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously, Brian can carry it um, as a main character, but it's nice to have that star power. You know, he's an Academy Award nominated actor. That's and great. tidbit, they were both an American Sniper together. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, we were talking no, about you that did. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Oh, it's that's awesome. think that that's how yeah. they met. That's not the only relationship that that is reoccurring. Yeah. The ex-girlfriend from, in in this show, Brian's ex-girlfriend, is actually his real-life girlfriend. Yeah, and I yeah. follow him on Instagram, and there's adorable pictures of them always. No way. So nice. you guys should that's totally hilarious. follow him. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cute. It's like, pretty cute. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, they're adorable. And they're like uh, in New yeah. York together, and it's fall, and it's it's cute. It's awesome. It's cute. <laughs> are his lips green? In the his lips are not green. I don't know <laughs> what that's filter. about. Different yeah. filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his lips like, are pretty normal, normal looking. One. <laughs> that's nice. awesome. yeah. He's like slumber. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I just know that because I used yeah. it once. Is that your go-to Instagram filter? I don't know. I just used it last night for the first Got time. It. I was like most slumber. Gotcha. Yes, most gotcha. recent. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll see more from, from maybe she'll come back and he'll find a, a way to navigate a real relationship and this whole pickle situation that he's in with the FBI and Eddie Mora. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, they obviously had very good chemistry together. It was, yeah, it was perfect. Easy to see them that they had a history. So it definitely worked pretty well. I wonder how they cast that truly. I wonder if it was, you know, hey, they saw girl. like they saw them hanging out yeah. and they were like and he said, "Oh, my girlfriend's an actress. I know you're looking for this role. Bring her in." Or like or if it was just random. Yeah. I would love you to know, know what? that. I would love to know that <laughs> casting yeah. secret. That's amazing because you want to tell me CBS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And last week I was like, "Oh, this is the first time I actually felt something for someone and it's real." You know? Yeah. That yeah. was the, really yeah. the first time I said that and I was like, "I love when there's no, real chemistry." No, why is he nervous about going? He shouldn't be nervous. He shouldn't have to take NCT. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, I wasn't talking about people I go. I was talking about myself like, "Oh, I don't know if I went on a date. I don't have to take NCT because you're already cool. You know what I mean? And Brian knows he's cool, so why does he have to take it? He does, I mean, he's in a band, so yeah, he pretty much <laughs> nailed your whole thing. Yeah, without NCT, that was pre-NCT, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, too and bad. And he's just so fucked. freaking charming. <laughs> too bad. You could have been whatever. Shauna. I could have been Shauna. Yeah, yeah. In my dreams. So close. So <laughs> close. In my yeah, dreams, look people. like and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. <laughs> um, perfect. Well, yeah, let's go to predictions. I mean... And now, you're after Buzz TV. It's just, it, the only reason it's creepy is because it's almost Halloween. I know, Just the sounds. Right. The it sounds is. are like... It's very festive. Ghost. It's very festive. One day and they're going to prank house. us. I know it. And they're going to all come Someone, in with like ghost costumes. There's like yeah. my song for the floor. <laughs> Catch all the rats. Yeah. All I right, definitely yeah, think... Amanda, let's start with you. What Rebecca you and Brian together. By the end of the season... Probably not, but definitely I think a kiss by the end of the so? season. Kiss by the end of the oh, season. Yeah. But I probably mean, not like in a relationship by the end of the you season. You don't think so? Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably not. And I then know. I think he probably I think he's gonna start even having more of these moral issues and dealing with his family and I think that it's gonna end up becoming, you know, a huge problem and probably by the end of the season he's gonna be in a place where he really doesn't know what to do. Um. I, yeah. I. I was. I think it's gonna get really, really intense. I mean, the glass clips that I saw for the upcoming yeah episode, or maybe episodes, were the most intense clips I think I've seen right. yet. And he like gets hit by a car, and then yeah. his brain's on fire. Yes. Yeah. Things are escalating. Think, to yeah, Brian very quickly. Right yes. <laughs> and I don't think. Um. He'll really have time to be like, hey, Rebecca, want to go out for some coffee? Right. It's just going to happen. It'll probably happen in the trash. It's intense. Let's be honest. They'll be in the trash. I don't know if they can be in the trash because he has to be... They're going to stick Brian against Rebecca. That's what's going to happen. Oh. That's good. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean... I'm really excited for the next coming episodes. You know, he takes NZT, Brian, and he become... Like, his mind is limitless. But his situation is very limited. You know, mm. he can't escape the FBI for too long. He has to take NZT to get what Eddie Mora wants. And, you know, if he stops taking that, he's not going to be smart enough to do that. And if he doesn't do what Eddie Mora wants, then he will just start to die. Literally, right. he will, like, his body will just, you know... I don't like, explode. I, <laughs> I'm just maybe not explode, it but won't. it's basically decaying. I mean, those yeah. photos are super scary, like worse than any known drug. I think. Yeah. Right. Out there. I mean, right. it's going to be very interesting to see that. Obviously, yeah. Bradley Cooper comes back, so I'm excited to see that cameo. And, although, yeah, yeah, although he's kind of blackmailing him to do what he wants, I feel like Bradley Cooper's not a bad guy. Um, just a vibe I'm getting. Mm-hmm. You know, they've never really pushed him so far that it was like steal these documents so we can get money it was kind of just you know let's figure out it's more informational base yeah right so that well, eddie more can do what he wants to do eddie morris says to him you've just seen all the bad stuff that we've been, right that we do but you haven't seen any of the good exactly. stuff. exactly necessary yeah. evils right um and there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes obviously to keep society running the way that it should um, mm-hmm. So I really want them to pull the curtain back with that. I want to see sort of what huge motives, moves are. Mm-hmm. that Eddie Moore is making, yeah, and what yeah. you know, like why he needs all this information. Right. Like, what is he doing, like on global scales? Right. Where 
literally but countries I think and Brian is going to know. Well, he already does. Brian already knows a lot of stuff about Rebecca now that she didn't doesn't even know herself. And I don't. She can't. He probably won't be able to tell her. And that's going to get intense, I think, because he's going Very to have intense. to be s- stuck against his like best friend, basically, or one of them. And possible few more yeah. future romance. Right. Oh, it's happening. Right. If it's if it doesn't I happen, so. I don't know. Unless we should bet money or something because it's happening. Well, no, I I want it to happen. I think it will happen. I just hope it doesn't happen too soon. I, I yeah. think there's so much to play with in this show. You know, there's a lot of different areas to explore that we don't need that necessarily right now. Like even in the whole season one, I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much with everybody's backstory. You know, Bradley yeah. Cooper's situation. And there's a lot of season-long story arcs that we can accomplish before we get into romantic interests between the main characters. <laughs> That's right. what Just I'm interested in. Sorry. Instead of one, <laughs> no one true. Besides, for the love, Amanda. Besides the NZT. <laughs> Ready for I like the chemistry. It's just the drugs for me. Seven, seven. Right. It's all, you're all about the I'm drugs. All about I'm all about the, the love. We could be in the 70s together. Nice. There we go. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we will have to wait and see until next week. Um, until then, where can the good people find you guys? Uh, you can find me at AmandaFTA31. That's AmandaFTA31. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> at Emily Crudel on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> nice. And you guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And please tune in next week. We have a special guest, director from the show, Sorry, Joshua Butler. So definitely tune in next so week. So exciting. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.